Harrison Gray. What up? <laughs> Brother, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Helping me through the beginning of this thing. Of course. Thank you very it's much. It's been a minute. It no. has been a minute. Literally a minute since yeah. I saw you. Yeah, we've been living together for almost a year now. It's been an awesome time. For you? For me. <laughs> for me, and I know for you too. No, it's been awesome. Don't lie to me. Dude, welcome, awesome. welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, Pat. So awesome. I actually thought you were going to spell it T-A-P-T and just be a complete psychopath. No, you can't go back. You can't go back now. No, I can't go back. I can't just change everything after. Unless you want to, <laughs> unless you want to end the call right now, give how, it. A, how weak-minded would I be to just change it after one dude, piece of that, advice? That's like that's literally everything that we talk about. Like you having conversations with people and then them saying like, "Hey, you should change something." <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, I should change everything. But dude, I'll tell you, man, it is crazy how like how long it can take people me in this example i'll just throw myself out there to start doing something that you want to do yeah yeah it, it definitely i mean i think everyone goes through it too right where they they think before they act and they're you know intimidated by what that next step might be hmm. but i i feel like it you know you've been there with your acting stuff, like whenever you're taking what seems like a risk, it always feels like it's, it's a huge step. And then you take that step and you're like, dude, what the hell was I worried about? Yeah, man. It's kind of like the one good thing about the acting thing. And I've said it to you before, you know, if nothing else, it, that whole process and that whole journey, um, all that time did teach me how to just, I mean, kind of how to just say, fuck it and take a leap. Yeah. And that first part is the hardest part, especially if there's, you know, risks you're weighing or, you know, aspects of it that you're afraid of. But it's kind of like anything else where once you do something one time, you just, you know, you've learned that process and it's in the chamber when you need it. And for me, that's what acting was now. But still, I mean, even with this podcast, man, it's it's crazy. Whatever the like weird internal processes that you have to go through before you're finally like, I'm going to start doing this thing. And I'd say now more than ever, based on conversations we have all the time post COVID, I think everyone's feeling that way. Oh yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people who are, um, yeah, just trying to figure out what, what their next step might be in terms of like taking a leap that they've never really like, felt like they were ready to take. Um, you know, I, I talk to my buddies from home all the time. There, There's plenty of them who are, you know, I get hit up all the time with messages like, yeah, I'm like, you know, need to get out of New York and, and just start, start doing my own thing or whatever it is. Um, but none of that happens overnight. Like, it's been really cool watching you sort of take these steps because it, it just goes to show that it's not it's not this like thing that just automatically switches on and off. It's a complete process. Like you really do need to commit down a path and take, you know, many, many, many strides down that path 
And then when you look back, you can't even see the other option, right? Like you just want to get so far down that path where, you know, there is no other option. And it's just been cool seeing you sort of get everything lined up because you're definitely like, it, it's exciting. I mean, you're, do, you're doing what you've been talking about, which is finally. Yeah. But no, I mean, long enough. you know, it, it takes only a while. four episodes in. So, yeah, you know, I got to hopefully stick. there's an episode five. <laughs> Casey Carollo, that's you, motherfucker. Casey, get on here, bro. <laughs> um, or maybe Ender or Pat. Not that anyone knows who they are, but they should. Yeah, you should explain who we are and how how we uh how we met, or maybe how I, we met you and I. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like our our connections like goes back to college, like us going to school together and playing baseball together. Yeah, and you and I both showed up like the two biggest stiffs on campus, like robot freshmen. Hardos. <laughs> I was gonna say grinder, by the way, but I'm glad I did. Stiffs, grinders, yeah, whatever you want to call it. No, grinder the the app. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where they got the name from. Yeah, true. But dude, you're right. We were, damn, bro, freshman year. I mean, seems like we were, It does. I mean, it's what. 2012, 11. I mean, we're talking, yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. I don't even believe that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like I've known like you and Casey and all the guys for a long, like my whole life. But then when you put it in perspective, 10 years, it's like, holy shit, that's, that's a long ass time. What? Yeah. Dude. But it, but yeah, when we when we met freshman year, we definitely hit it off because we came in there with this like, I'm going to the MLB attitude. D three. Oh, no. I was like, if my right if my right arm falls off, I'll start throwing lefty. Like whatever it takes. No matter what, we've got friends. One in particular, MLB taped to the ceiling. Oh Just, my God. But we yeah, and I feel like college is a weird thing because. You know, I mean, your whole life is basically this process of like, and a lot of it is good and it makes sense, but in ways it's challenging because all of life up to college is like, at least for a lot of people, just other people's thoughts just put on to you. Right. Right. And now you're just in the next step of what like life has in store for you, right? Here's the next evolution of school. Yeah. But at the same time, it's the first time where you're like thinking for yourself. And that I remember hit me pretty hard going from freshman year into sophomore year. And just like just the the experience for the first time of like being fully, you know, independent in, you know, your immediate influences and then just in sort of how you're thinking on your own entirely. Yeah, it's that time in your life where you just get like thrown out there and everyone's coming into the same spot with like a a clean slate and you just have to, you know, you're meeting new people for the first time and like everyone's going through the same process at once. So you really, you start to create your own identity, right? Like, um, you know, we always have awesome conversations just like unpacking like these types of things like what made you who you are and then like how are you going to use your past to create your future um 
and it's fun. I mean, I think that there's so many little details. Like you, you could look back at every little thing that's happened in in your life and just pull so many, like, little lessons for. I mean, I think about like baseball all the time. Like, just, um, you know, the approach that you need to take to be good at baseball. Like when I go out and play softball now, I'm like, geez, man, I, <laughs> you lose it. Yeah. For me, pretty quickly, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but but. I, I was just going to say, like, I, you know, I, I think that, um, like, the whole, the whole college experience, it, it definitely is just such a learning curve, and I don't, or a, a learning experience, and I don't think you actually appreciate what you learned until, like, many years after, um, or at least for me, that was the case. Like, you know, I, I just think there was so much, like, growing up in that four-year period where, you know, you just kind of sort through you know, who you want to be. And I mean, we're still going through that, right? Like, you know, you're starting your company, I'm, um, you know, doing my thing. And there's just, you know, the next steps are, are always sort of built on what you were doing before. And I just, you know, I think that college is that foundational experience. It is in the years after, like, I'd say as much or even more, because now, yeah. now you're in it. Yeah. Now you're in it. And now you've got to take you know, the positive aspects of college, which is, hey, I'm on my own in some sense, yeah. but likely you're still spending a lot of time probably being, you know, a fucking idiot, right? Yeah. Drinking too much and partying and, and all that. But now all of a sudden, like those first couple of years out, it's like, man, now I, now I really have to figure it out. And I feel like that those first few years are where I guess it varies for everyone, but I feel, I actually feel like now, like being more adult is, and again, at the other end of this, like everyone during COVID just had a wrench thrown into what their lives were. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everything stopped. Everyone is just stuck at home, reflecting on their life, thinking about what they have and don't have and what makes them happy and unhappy and really forced to think about do you have toilet paper? Do you not have toilet paper? Do you have fucking toilet paper or not? Yeah. And for us, it was, do we have enough Ben and Jerry's for the rest of 2020? Yeah. Which we did. But just, you know, what, what am I not doing that I want to be doing? And I, and I just, I just get the sense now that a lot of people are going to make, I think I'll, I really just am getting a feeling in so many conversations that I've had for months and months and months that a lot of people are going to start making really cool changes in their lives as far as creating their own way and doing something that they really feel enlivened and excited and passionate about. And it just poses that one sort of question that we always find ourselves asking, which is, what is it exactly that will give people thinking that way the ability to just start doing it or to continue struggle, struggling with whatever it is that's holding them back? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, people just having time. To sort of, you know, I, the first like month or two is just of COVID was so weird. You know, no one, no one has gone through that. I remember like just getting that, 
the email like, hey, it's it's actually not going to be two weeks. It's going to be a month. And then that month just turned into what's been a year since. So, um, but that early period was just weird. You know, like I remember we were, I was out on a ski trip with my family and it was just, no one knew like some, like my, my brother who's in college was fearless, like didn't care. It was super early on. Yeah. And then, you know, other people that we were with were freaking out rightfully so. And, uh, you know, I just think that it did, it's one of those things where, you know, it's a catalyst for, for change. And I think that like you and I would meet up and, and, and walk around the city a bit and talk. And it was just, um, it's one of those things, you know, we were, we were talking earlier, like your environment throw, can throw a lot at you. And I think that the, the base layer of, of change is, is like your environment. Like if you want to make a change with yourself, it's going to come from your environment. But COVID was something that was forced on us, right? So you didn't have the option. It was just, here's your, here's the cards that you have. You can only play them so many ways. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it was, um, it was an odd time, but I think it was a time where you could make the most of just being still and focusing on yourself and try not to get caught up with all the narratives that are happening. Yeah. And that brings us to something that I, I love talking to you about and that I wanted to talk to, um, to you about here as well. So whatever, and again, I really just feel, you know, adamant that a lot of people feel this in general and are feeling it now as far as changes that they have already made or, or want to make, whether that's the obvious one that you always hear about, which is just getting into shape. Or it could be something with a relationship. It could be something with a job. It could be something with, you know, something that you've wanted to start doing for a long time and you just have to figure out a way to take the leap and make it happen. As we said before, you, as someone I've known for 10 years, um, I think are exceptionally good at having a routine and being disciplined in your routine when it comes to like really like next level sort of taking care of yourself, you know, in a physical way and from a, a sort of a mental or psychological point of view, spiritual, whatever you want to call it, sort of all of them combined. And I think that's why you've done things like, you know, you've run marathons, you did the race. Remind me, it was out in the wilderness through. Yeah. Through Hong Kong, the moon tracker. Through Hong Kong. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and, and I definitely want to hear all about that and sort of your, your mindset as you prepare for a triathlon. But let me ask you this question just to start. Yep. Like, it's one thing crossing the threshold of, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm moving along now. Just in your day-to-day -day routine, forget some big giant picture thing. Mornings, nights, exercise, what you eat. But what about what happens when you actually start, like, gaining momentum tell me about that oh, get me going um yeah i mean it's a snowball effect dude and you got to realize that it, the momentum builds it compounds and it's one of those things where within two weeks you can you can be a different person with the right mindset because I, I think you can carry 
good habit good habits are or bad habits are tough to break because you've just been doing them without knowing for so long it just become like it's something that just like becomes part of what you do right um and and so breaking those requires like an equal amount of force going the other way right like you need you need to identify what you want to change specifically and then start pushing on that button as hard as you can and so for me um you know i've just i've always been um interested in in the health space and and health and wellness and i i honestly think that it, it probably started it probably started you know related to sports but i think it started for me in like the seventh grade um when you know everyone's going through you know puberty and growing and you know everyone goes through like a fat phase right you were a little little chubby at the time i was an ice cream guy i was an ice cream guy um (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally the heisman trophy winner for ice cream no question about it yeah but um yeah, I, mean, dude, seven to 12. <laughs> I can literally, I can like link it back to like a comment, like someone, someone like teased me and I was like, oh shit, I'm a, I'm a chubby. And so I literally, I literally, um, I remember the first time I went out for a run and was like, I'm going to try to like, tr- try to like get my shit together. And I'm running through the neighborhood and I kid you not, like. Uh, Everyone uh, was laughing at you. Oh, in my head, yeah. It's just like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I did, I did like a quarter mile, and I'm just completely gassed. Yeah. And there's this hill coming up, and I stop at the bottom of the hill. And I remember this run like clear as day. I stop at the bottom of the hill, and I say, "All right, I'm gonna walk to the top of the hill, touch that light post, and then." walk back and that was my that was my like measuring stick right Mm -hmm. so it wasn't far away from my house all i had to do was beat that measuring stick it was like literally a quarter mile um and that dude that like mindset actually it, it was like a it was a little thing like literally touching the light post like this is like some deep psychoanalysis but i was literally like i I like walked to the top of the hill, touched the light post, and that process was just like this, this thing that I was like, kind of became obsessed with. Where it was like, you need to actually like hit the line. Like, it it was almost as important for me to touch the light post as it was to actually run the whole way there. Um, so that it was it was actually like that mindset. It's almost it's almost like a, a game that you're playing with yourself. Dude, that's actually crazy that you. I remember. Thought, I remember that run like literally clear as day. The walk. Brisk walk. <laughs> Dude, if, so- if there was a camera on that, it would be hysterical because yeah. the running portion of it is all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Just an absolute meatball. Oh, rolling. Such a tank. It's so crazy that you um, thought back to that moment and and like connected it to touching the line and creating a small goal because you still do that. And even when I'm like, yo, 
you know, I did this again, or, you know, I didn't do this. And you're just like, yo, you got to like section it off. Yeah. And, you know, recently I've listened to guys like just, you know, geniuses online. I mean, we all have like a bunch of people we can name who we just look at as like they know everything or whatever. Oh, but yeah, no, I mean, but the the guy, Andrew Huberman, yeah, who I've told you about, Huberman, he he was he was actually talking about something that he did like a study he did with on david goggins and and basically what gets like these seal candidates to actually make it through something as physically challenging as um buds in hell week in particular and he broke it down in such this finite um detailed way where there's something happening in their brain where they're actually setting these incremental, these very small goals. Mm. And as they do that, every time they're, they're experiencing like the feeling of success and the release of, you know, dopamine in particular, because they're like, they're achieving each little step because they've broken it down that way. And there's something in their minds where either that's natural or they've created that or they learned that somehow. But he, he described it in like as a psychologically as this incredibly basically as to how you achieve long term goals. And it's just funny that you thought all the way back to this time where you were a little fat, you know, seven year old and how you were thinking, I'm going to walk up the hill and go touch this this light post and like that will be enough. For now and you felt you felt good about it yeah and the 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 thing was like um I, I don't remember like what i was like how far i was planning on going that day i think i thought i was going to make it a lot further than i did but um even even the decision to just walk up the hill is like doing a little bit extra even though it like you, i mean you could have chalked that one up as you know you didn't make it very far turn around and then you never run again, but creating like a, a point of demarcation where it's like, this is where I need to get to next time I do this was, was just like a weird way of kind of tracking progress and, and seeing, seeing how that, that all worked out. And then, um, you, that, I mean, that whole thing literally sparked like a passion for running for a while and then working out, um, and like just preparation for sports and, and um, j definitely drilled the, this like discipline angle into me that, you know, it, it was kind of self-taught a little bit, just, um, and, and I was always, I think I always was absorbing, like, you know, I always had like idols who were playing sports. So for me, like looked up to people who were higher achievers. So for me, it was just like this little extra, um, or, or that was just kind of like my first relationship with like being able to, you know, achieve something. Right. Yeah. Um, and jumping back to this whole thing of momentum, right. Yeah. It's actually one of the truest things ever. Like it, and, and obviously, you know, not claiming to be like any experts here or anything like that, but like we've, had months in living together where we're just in the fucking zone. Yeah. And, you know, we're up at six and we're working out and we're eating right. And the way that that sort of 
does compound as you described and the feeling that follows that it's really something that like can't it it's in it's so incredibly valuable and it's just so interesting how it works where if you can manage to get through what is i think the hardest part of anything which is the beginning of it yeah then you've really like you know you've you've like cracked the foundation you've broken the mold and it i kind of like to think of it as you know if you just stick with something for long enough you're going to enter into a, a a state of mind whether it's like confidence or energy or drive that you have that you you can't even imagine it yet you re, you literally you you don't know what it feels like and you can't but if you stick with something for that for that long on the other side of that is something that you you may never have even thought was possible for you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's so true. And I think from an outs- outsider's perspective, when you see some, someone who's who's kind of like in that zone, um, it's like a it's a position of control and strength. Like you're just in control of yourself and you you kind of have like that purpose in everything you're doing. Uh, once you start getting that that rhythm down, like okay, this is this is kind of like what I'm going like you know you kind of want a goal in mind, but then you know you start repeating the same good habits, and it just it builds and builds, man. It's I, I'm I'd be curious to know like how many people have felt what you're talking about because I mean I think that feeling is absolutely addictive, like for me at least, um, you know just getting on getting on a path where you're just like vibing and everything is, everything is hitting. Um, you know, you're waking up, you're on, on top of your stuff. Um, you know, I think that to me, like a lot of, you know, at least from like observation, it just, it seems like there's a lot of distractions out there that people kind of just fall into mm-hmm. that don't ever let them build the momentum that they would need to, to get really good at something or to develop a passion because um, you never really gave yourself a shot, like enough time to let that, you know, whatever the habit was or whatever the discipline you needed sink in. Because, um, I mean, you know, especially today, we talk about this all the time. Everyone wants stuff overnight and, you know, there's just, you know, it's kind of an unrealistic world when it comes to getting getting something done. Dude, there's there's that saying, many men lead lives of quiet desperation. And sadly, I think it's one of the most true statements that there are. And it applies to everyone, of course. And I've come to learn that, dude, I mean, everyone is different. And there's a spectrum of people as far as, you know, what their happiness level is and whether or not they're actually happy in what they're doing or if they're miserable in what they're doing or, or whatever it might be. But it seems like life in general can throw at you almost an infinite number of reasons for how that can be your future and your outcome, that quiet desperation, as opposed to, or maybe lined up against like the real difficulty of actually embodying that saying um just sort of flipping it flipping it on its head and saying that's not going to be me like 
And now you're in the game of what it is to go for whatever it is. And now you're talking about risk and you're going against the mold and the way, I mean, there's so, my point is that there's so much working against you and everyone when it comes to what it is that you actually want to be doing. And I would be same as you, man. So curious to know, like deep down how many people there are just that we know, let alone out there in general, that have the ability to make changes. And I'm not talking about like, now you're ripped and you have a six pack. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, just what do you want to be doing? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like it's some sort of like a plague almost. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because I just, I think there's, you know, so many distractions out there at this point that, um, and so many choices, right? Like, you know, I think about like the, like what problems were our grandparents dealing with versus what we're dealing with. It's just, I mean, technology has changed everything in terms of what we have access to. And so there's just infinite choices. And I think it, you know, a lot of it comes with just how, um, you know, how the modern world has been formed with, you know, you know, capitalism and, and, um, you know, a lot of jobs nowadays are just like servicing jobs that, you know, I was talking about this the other day with someone like, you're not, there's no manufacturing in the U S anymore. It's all overseas. And every, every job in the U S is more or less, you know, there's just a lot of jobs where they're just, uh, you know, uh, advisor or a service oriented job. Um, and you're not actually like on the creation side of things. And, you know, I, I would love to see that come back because I think that, you know, there's a lot to be gained from people wanting to be like creators. And, and I think the internet will allow for that at some point, but I just think there's been some barriers, um, you know, to some degree. Um, but well, I, I think we'll, I think we'll get there, but it, it's just going to take time. I think, I mean, we are we are there. it's like we've been there for a long time and i think that because there are people out there doing the coolest shit imaginable oh yeah just full-on you know doing things that you would look at them and be like how in the world did they make that happen or that person is crazy or whatever it might be we're we're in it and i yeah. really do think there's going to be this sort of like just this boom as far as people who say you know it and just mix it up and do something different i really i do feel that um and i and i you're gonna be there you're gonna be there with the flag just like running up the hill like braveheart (laughs) well dude i mean leading them i've just had you know experiences where personally i was you know miserable in work i was doing and would just latch onto this idea of like what is this man i mean it's almost like it's almost like this idea of like meaning and passion and purpose is like kind of this like joke they like ah whatever what yeah what it's like when you're talking about how you spend 60 hours of your life every week i was dysfunctional in an environment where it's like I don't care about this at all. 
and it's a pain it's a painful feeling and i know so many people experience that and i think it's just made me like almost like excited to the point of anger where i'm like i have to you know do something i just try to make something happen that will actually bring to me those feelings of like you know not having that quiet desperation when the time comes where you know it's over which it will be yeah. right yeah but <laughs> to take it all the way back dude it's really crazy when you think about what we were up against what we are up against compared to like our grandparents pathetic oh my god it's it's pathetic it's laughable but here's the thing it has its own set of challenges dude it does Sitting in front of the TV all day is the easiest thing ever, but it fucking sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it brings with you this misery, and you're, you're literally just like, Dude, like, my like, life is easy and the biggest joke of all time, but I also hate it, and I don't know what to do about it. It's like, a, it's, a, it's a tale as old as time. You're just like... Am I supposed to be doing anything? Like, am I supposed to? Should I do something other than, like, I've watched, you know, fucking... What, what are my favorite shows, dude? Like, Kingdom. Oh. Yeah, I know. I walked down, you're, like, re-watching Kingdom. I'm like, really? Like, third time? No, Entourage. I've, I mean, just the oh, same shit. But, it's so great. Dude, I'll tell you something else, man. And here's the thing. Like, millennials were jokes. Blah, blah, blah. Like... Our lives are so easy. Yes, all true, 100%. But I think there are issues that you actually have to call out. Like, listen, man, these are the facts. When you grow up in the age of social media, it's really hard not to compare yourself to everybody else. Yeah. Right? That fucks with people. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... There's all this stuff written about, like, our relationship with technology at this point. I mean, we're inseparable. Could you imagine if all, if, if every iPhone on the planet right now just went kibosh and was gone? Like, what would the world look like? People, people, would, would, be, look like? people would be absolutely lost. Lost? <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think that we're living through a period and I, I think that every generation probably feels this way to some degree, but like the change is happening so fast right now with technology that like we're being pulled forward away from what is what we've been biologically made to be. Mm. Like, I think we're just being pulled out of Animals. this. Yeah. We're being pulled out of this animal phase and, and we're, kinda, just, we're, we're living through that experience, which is we're, we're in the, the transition of yeah. like, primal, animal, which obviously we're evolving and we're more intelligent and peaceful and that's all, that's good. But we have, I think, needs as far as like a, a focused mind and an active body and being, yeah. you know, out in nature and not being distracted 24-7 and not being glued to the tv or 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 way worse your well, phone what's kind of messed up too is like you know so your point like i mean a lot of people are working like desk jobs which is great i mean they um you know no shame in that but so it, it basically like makes your body inactive 
which your body's supposed to be moving. But everything that you interact with on a screen or on a computer is super engaging for your mind. Like there's everything is be, that's being marketed is like being pressed in your face with like with with a marketing campaign behind it. Like there's people spending money to target you. And so um yeah, I mean it's it's stimulating your brain, but your body is just like you know, I mean for most people, it's like you, you, yeah, that, I mean that's kind of it, right? Like you're, you're. Um, it's easy to kind of just not be paying attention to what's happening to the changes of like your biological progression, which yeah. is like you're just sitting for forty hours oh, a all, week all, yeah. all day, man. Yeah, it's the new smoking. It is. It, I was going to say it's worse, but I don't know about that. But <laughs> you know, it's depends what you're smoking. Yeah, it depends what you're smoking. That's true. Um, you and your crack pipe. <laughs> dude, I think that... Um, oh, man. I love this, dude. This is an awesome conversation. It, it really is. And I, I think that it, it is this weird transitional phase. And I think people have, have um, sort of, uh, like, awakened to that and really are feeling the weight of it. I think work from home has changed the game in in really immensely positive ways. And I don't know how these companies have any, I don't know how the hell they think they're going to pull everyone back into an office. And I hope that anybody who does that, who doesn't need to be there or want to be there, because I don't mean to make it all sound bad. Yeah. I, I hope that they don't, man. I really do. Like I hope for the betterment of society that, when all these people who don't need or want to be in an office every waking moment, their companies tell them time to come back. Like, I hope that they don't. And I think that this whole thing has sort of just, um, I think that it's basically like, it just sped up what was already inevitable, which was mm -hmm. like, eventually there was going to be this like shift in this revert back to, I think a healthier way of life. Mm -hmm. And I think this has just sort of like sped that up. Yeah. It's like structure versus fluidity where the structure part is like you have an office that you go to, you work. And that was, I mean, I feel like that's a very recent phenomenon, right? In terms of like, a, um, you know, in the 1800s or whatever it was when people were going to the factories like that was the first time people were like showing up for jobs that weren't just like straight up farm jobs yeah which, which farm, farm jobs are very fluid like you know there's not you, there's a routine to it but it's it's a different type of structure you know and yeah man it's, it's now, now like, it's just now it's kind of that structure and fluidity and flexibility are just being um you know morphed into this hybrid which you know, I'm excited for it. I think that I think a lot of people will benefit from, you know, taking back a little bit of their time and making their time using their time the way they want to be using it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person who who likes being in the office to a small degree um, and also likes being able to work from home to, to a small degree. Like there's just there's everyone and everyone's different. Um, but you know, I think that I think we'll find more balance in the, in this new model. But yeah, it'll it'll be really interesting to see. I'm excited for it. I you know I work in real estate, so 
I think that a lot's going to change, but it, it's like exciting yeah. change where like lifestyles are going to be improved. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I hope the, the end result of all this COVID once it's behind us is that people start living healthier lifestyles. I, I think it's a must, um, especially given that, I mean, th this was a, a health crisis, right? There's no better time than now you know, to focus on the things to prevent something like that from affecting us in the future. Um, so I couldn't agree more. And yeah, man, and, and, and I hear you and like going into an office and working with people and working with a team and collaborating, all of that's great. I think it all just comes down to like balance and, you know, are you happy in what you're doing? And based on where you fall on that spectrum, I think that is what in so many cases really does call for, you know, changes that are necessary for, for, for some people, but it all just is circumstantial and it, it depends on the situation. Um, you know, I, I really just can't like, I'm, I'm so stuck on this idea of like how much there is that, that really does make life harder as it becomes so much easier. It's so crazy. It's so crazy to think about like, well, it's our, it's our past fighting our future, you know? Yeah. It, everything that's, you know, everything that has created us to this point is now being sort of pulled out of us in a sense. Um, I don't know. It, it is. It, it, and I think you see that too. You have to like, fight against that. I, like, it's, it's almost like it's your obligation to. Yeah. No, I think people have a choice too. Existence. Like, people have a choice at this point where it's like, okay, if you if you acknowledge that point that we're making, you have a choice to like adapt to a, a more a more healthy lifestyle to make it so that you're not feeling those types of pressures that like you're not you know, just, um, become, you know, becoming too attached to technology or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Oh. Yeah. That's good stuff. I mean, the, the health stuff is, is just interesting. You know, I, I think that there's, um, this, I think the next 10 years will be, uh, tons of opportunities in that, in that industry, just making people's lives better. Like I saw, um, I saw today I was poking around on Airbnb and they, I showed you some of this, but they basically like redid, they created like 150 new features. And I think Airbnb is going to be like the, the company of the future. It's just perfectly positioned to be like this, it's what our generation wants, right? Like being able to kind of bounce around and very experience oriented. They, they basically put like different tabs. So Airbnb was historically just a place where you could go book online houses from people. Now you can book experiences with people. You can do virtual or, or in-person experiences where like if you wanted some, there was one, it was like an Italian grandma cooks you a meal and teaches you how to cook if you go to Italy. And she can get paid for it. So what does that do? That just breaks that. Like that. That's some lady who's not necessarily 
working full time, but she's now able to just open up her phone and become a contributor to this, like a, a, what I think is going to be an amazing platform. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to make people be able to work and live in a, in the virtual setting in a really cool way. Like they're just going to, it's going to, it's going to make the people who are artists and, um, you know, travelers under that, under that umbrella of artists, yeah. like, you know, Eventually. musicians, yeah. people who like to teach language or, or the arts, the arts are, I think are going to boom because people are interested in that stuff in a world where we're like, what, what is all this? A, a lot of it has to do with like people who are just, creative and doing and doing unique and cool things so um you know the grandma in italy is going to be able to make you know a hundred bucks for a two-hour cooking class that's awesome dude that's actually that is yeah that's a great observation Mary. that's that's dope i mean and i i think you're i think you're right man i think you're spot on with how you laid that out with airbnb and i think that i think there are going to be so many companies like that that do have this sort of influence on like cultural social change post insanity of covid oh yeah and i'm excited too in thinking about it because like you said this need or this craving for like uniqueness and creativity and something different and something cool and artistic is i think it's just sort of running rampant across you know i think everyone man. i really yeah. do well, it's almost like what Airbnb is asking everyone is like, do you have something to bring to the table that like you can monetize? Like that's like a unique skill. You can put it out there. You can yeah. put it on this platform and try to try to make something out of it. It's, it's going to be really interesting. I think th I think that company will will absolutely crush in the next 10 years. Yeah, that's a really that's that's a great idea, and I could I mean they already fucking talked. You're like, hold on one second while I buy some shares. Yeah, hold on. How <laughs> do I do stocks, <laughs> dude? I um forgot what I was gonna say, but it doesn't matter because that whole thing about Airbnb genius, one in a million. Yeah. But no, there's going to be a lot of those cool changes, and it is exciting to think about. Um, and hopefully, a lot of people. I think a lot of people are just going to start to like self custody their. Like they're just going to be like, all right, I'm gonna. The world is now completely built for individuals to just thrive in a, in a singular. Like if they want to create a, a single purpose company where they are like doing hustling and doing something unique this is this is the time, time. yeah this is the time man yeah you have it's access be... you have access to eight billion or no, i mean not everyone has a phone or but like you have access to the entire world that has a phone yeah so it's like it's crazy well, here's i'll tell you something man that i was thinking about recently like i almost sometimes i think about how our generation the 20 something year old to the world in particular we are one day going to be the ones who are 50 and doing the hiring and running the companies and in part not in part as fact i feel like it's sort of our responsibility to like go into that that next phase with a consciousness that is how do we want it to look yeah and i really oh, yeah. i was saying this to you the other day 
I think that not just, um, you know, artists, you know, artists and, and creatives, but also entrepreneurs, which I think maybe can be one and the same. Yeah, I put that under the same umbrella. Me too. I think there's just going to be so, so much of that, so much more than there already is in this new wave of like internet entrepreneurship and media and, um, you know, creating online presences and just doing really kind of out there crazy stuff. And I think that it's going to be, it's almost our responsibility to like, because we all want that and we all love it. We love seeing it now. We love things that, that we can relate to in that, for example, like, Hey, they're just talking like I talk to my friends. You know what I mean? Right. With so many people, they just are there. Dude, there's so much of like people afraid to do that or they can't. It's just, but people love it. And I think that it is our responsibility to, and I hope this happens and I think it will, to do more and more and more of it so that we've created like a new um, landscape as far as all uh, what like the working world how it continues to evolve. Yeah. It's already happening. It's, it's, yeah. it's been happening. Yeah. It's just, it's a cool time because like, we're just at this point where we can see, like, if you want to, you can just be engaged with the entire world and see the different changes that are happening. And it's, it's interesting. It, like, cause you can see that there's like, I have a lot of hope for the, for the next like 10 years. I think that it could be amazing. Um, just because, you know, like you said, like our generation is kind of coming to age um, where we are taking ownership of what we want the future to look like. And I think that that is something that the earlier you realize it, the more powerful it can be because you can just, you can sit back and work towards something and have more time on your side. And like, you know, we're 27, 28 and realizing that all right like the the world is our oyster what do we want to do out here and what do we want what to do we want to do man like yeah. i feel like there's about to be this thing where i'm telling you the people are going to not give a fuck in the best way possible yeah they're going to be willing to make changes willing to take risks willing to put themselves out there all under the guise of like this is the future of what it is to be a creator or an entrepreneur or whatever it is like this is what people love. People love just, you know, seeing things that are just sort of human and, and raw. And yeah. I feel like that barrier has already been so broken down. But now there's just a lot of younger people whose time it is now to jump into it and to take advantage and to make it part of what can become fully a new norm. And... um you know, obviously there is so much resistance to that just in what life lifestyle has become today. And there's a lot sort of working on your mind and like this exterior influence of distraction. And, you know, it's tough, man. You have to be aware of it because it can make you feel bad about yourself, quite frankly. And it, but I think part of it too, it's really hard for, I mean, every sort of change you could think of, like, you know, there's a huge uh, health and wellness movement, right? Dude, I mean, if you really want to go into it, like, you know, um, marriage and like ages that people have kids are always, you know, going up as well. Like the average age for men and women are, you know, constantly increasing like year over year based on my 
extremely limited research. Deep analysis. But it's also, you have a view into the world now with your cell phone. So how can we, it's really hard to like sit around and be like, man, this job sucks. And then you look at some guy doing something fucking awesome and you're like, like, what am I doing? Look at this. This is so much cooler. Yeah. But it, it's kind of, I mean, you were kind of hitting on this though. But it's like, it's kind of funny that sometimes the reaction is like, you kind of get down on yourself instead of like, like the reason they're posting is probably to just like inspire people potentially, or, or they're just trying to toot their own horn. But I think for most people that you and I follow, it's like they're trying to like inspire people, but sometimes it's like people just like watch like David Goggins run like a hundred miles and you're like, oh shit, I'm doing nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, the, the content's out there um, and, and uh, you know, people absorb it in different ways, but I think, uh, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta be careful like what you're plugged into too. Cause I think there's a lot of like toxic shit out there, but yeah, that that just gets like thrown around on the internet. It's like, you know, it's so easy to come across too. Um, and yeah, just, you know, th- things that like you don't need your, you don't need to focus on. It's just like not important. Yeah, man, there's a lot of garbage you know, out there, a thousand yeah. percent. But it, but there's a lot of positivity out there and there's a lot of really great, um, you know, like you said, like inspiration, uh, people doing really cool things and it can feel overwhelming. I've felt it time and time again and just getting started and working out of maybe a path that you're already on trying to, you know, take a leap and create your own way. It's hard, but it's necessary. And a guy like Doggins, who you look at is like, man, this guy is so intimidating. He's just an animal, like running, just pure savagery in the best way. It's like, hey, look at his whole story, right? Yeah. Where was he? So that's that's all you need to know. Like, yeah. seriously, I mean, dude, for a guy like that to have a story that dates back to to his beginning and looks the way that it does. You, have you um you've read it? Have you read his book? No, not all of it. Dude, so I listened to that thing on audiobook, and he actually reads most of it. It's insane. It's yeah. like he, yeah. It, I mean, he, he's like talk because he's he just has such like a powerful way of speaking too, where he's talking about his journey and in the struggles that he had, which I mean, I I can't even relate to. And and you just like you see like what you see what you see today and what got him there was just this negative energy, right? Like it was really this period period and buildup of negative. It's like it almost took that much negative bullshit to create such a, a positive person, right? Like that, that strong person. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that that's like a fine thread, right? Like, you know, negativity can turn into something that's great. Right. Definitely. Um, Hopefully that's yeah. post COVID. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Everyone is. And it's upon us. Um, you know, the other thing that people got to be careful of too, we've all fallen into this trap, but it's just kind of crazy how common it is. Like, dude, it's the weekend. So I'm going to get shit faced Friday, Saturday, day drink Sunday. Maybe I drank Thursday. Like, you know, didn't get any sleep, 
ate like crap. I mean, that's like worst case scenario. That's like you went fully off the rails and there's no turning back from that. But yeah, just keep going at that point. Just keep going at that point. <laughs> but it is crazy to think about like you you lost. <laughs> just you're done. Back in. After everything we've already talked about, just give yeah, up. No, you're, that's your path. <laughs> but dude, I, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of like, a lot of how things are set up can be wrong. And I think one of them is this, it's the weekend, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. So oh, let me blow the, you know, like blow the, the, the ceiling off or whatever, like blow the roof off. It's like ceiling. Um, but you know, yeah. No, but it's like just out of that out. Yeah. <laughs> um dude, it's you gotta be aware of like what you're there's just a lot out there that can that can slow you down. And I and I think that alcohol consumption in particular for people that are really trying to make things happen and better their lives, I think that's like you know, sort of at the root of why you might not be making progress. It, it it has been for me, you know, just as far as like the late nights and the food and the, then you feel like trash. And yeah. It's everything that comes with it. It's not, I mean, right. Exactly. Right. Like, you know, that's just like the, the starting point. You, I mean, you like, you were just touching. It. I mean, it's like, okay, then you got a bad night's sleep. Then you woke up the next morning and didn't get your workout in. What would that next day have looked like if you had just decided to do something like a healthy habit instead? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, the the effects of like that weekend mentality is just um, what if you break if you can break that down and just get rid of it and think longer term because it's just you can if you go like weekends and weeks at a time of just focusing on a few things that are like good for you you, you will get into a, a place that you you've never been before you'll yeah. feel so much better yes i've exactly. never heard a person who's lost weight or like gotten healthy like in physical shape feel like be like they regretted doing it like it's always like that feeling of like yeah it's awesome like i just felt so good why not keep doing that like why not keep pushing it it doesn't make sense yeah dude it, um, but, but we're just like we're addicted to kind of i mean i i get it dude like wanting to be social is totally part of you know our makeup too where we want to do what everyone else is doing and, and hang out with people and talk about things just like we are now but it's it's really like it's gotten to a point where now it's all getting funneled through this one outlet that like everyone can see and it's not a healthy outlet. Like it's just become like mainstream to get like fucked up on the weekends. And I mean, it's been happening forever, but now it, it, it's just like in your face all the time. Um, and then you go to college and you basically, I mean, that's like, you know, ground zero for learning how to waste your time. If, if you participate with that stuff. Yeah, man, it's, it really is. It's, um, it's totally in your face and it's, it's really common. Um, and it's part of growing up, just yep. realizing what you need to eliminate yep. from your, from your routine and, and from your lifestyle and what the real effects of it are. And I think that, you know, times in my life where I, you know, haven't been 
as in like a kick-ass routine and just feeling totally on it and then instead have felt out of shape and you know inactive and just lousy foods and I've felt it in times where there's something else going on that I'm not satisfied with. So you have more reason when Friday comes to like kind of escape from it. And I just think that um, that's not good. And if you, if you can find something that, you know, makes you feel empowered and like really ready to fight and dig in and chase something down, um, then you've, you've, you've tapped into something different and new that I think could serve you very, very well when it comes to that, you know, environmental aspect you touch on at the beginning, which may just free you up in ways where you found the courage or the strength or the ability to let go of the shit and really dig into the the good stuff because you are excited and you're not drained. Oh yeah. Well, and, and there's just like this, this, um, you're valuing your time. Like you're, there's a sacrifice, right? Like you are, you are now like you with, with your, what you're trying to do with the podcast and all, yeah, and all yeah. the other things you're working on. Yeah. Like you've now sacrificed a lot to start pursuing something different. It's all on the line. Like at this point, right? Like you're, you're just, you're down this path that you need to commit to. And what does that require of you? It requires your focus, your energy, and and everything that you have to make it something. And so I think like, you know, that, what does that, I mean, I don't know, like, what does that say about like modern times? It's like, maybe a lot of people just aren't like passionate about things or passionate about what they're doing. Um, but. And they also just might not know. And I, yeah, they don't don't know. But you're right though. Some people might just, just not, I don't know, man. I don't know how to describe it. Some people just might be, you know, happy with what, you know, we've got, what they've got going on. And we might look at it and say, man, I could never live like that. And, and, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. But I, I do think that, um, yeah, man, I think that, um, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. And that's one that you've really got to, got to think about. Um, but dude, we um, we just did over an hour. Did we? Yes. Could have kept going. Easy. We're gonna keep yeah. going. I I could I could one hundred percent keep going. Longest episode. Longest episode in the history. I I can't remember. It's no, dude. This one was awesome. Like th- this was fun, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, it's been unbelievable. It's been great. I hope you hit record. <laughs> I think that's like my biggest fear every time I start. Dude, that would be so funny. I would, I, I would. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I mean, um, yeah, actually, I mean, uh, well, I mean, one, I would talk about anything that you wanted to talk about. If you had have you, have you like introduced the idea of like why you're doing what you're doing to who, to anyone, the people who are, who are going to tune into this, like, like what, what, what made you want to start this? Wow, that's a great question. Flip this whole fucking thing right on you, dude. Good, dude. <laughs> right it on you, man. Um, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time um, because I would say I love more than 
anything, um, just in life in general, like having really awesome conversations with people and meeting people who are doing awesome shit. Um, a lot of people say it and, you know, maybe it's all true, but I, I really feel I can just like, I love to really go deep into things and like explore somebody's story in their life. And I just love having awesome conversations with people. And I see this new forum where you can do that and it can actually be like a thing that you're building and that you're creating that can be a part of something bigger that you're working on. And and that one day could actually mean you're sitting in a little studio space with, you know, headsets and microphones and all of a sudden who cares if they're famous or not famous, you are, you know, building this body of work that is quite simply something that everybody loves, which is conversations that are awesome with people doing dope shit. Yeah. So I'm just like, why not tap into this new form of whatever this is? Good plug. Tap in. I like that. Tap in unintentional too. (laughs) But I also like that. It's really that simple. Um, but I also see the upside in creating some sort of this online presence in, in some way in connecting with people. And I see it as sort of like an investment into your future in being online and creating some sort of a cool, you know, body of work or presence or whatever it might be. And I think it can be used for other things that all help you and empower you to have a shot at something that really is like your own as far as work and career and in business. So that's when I, when I really get into it, how I see it all, but mainly it's like what we just did was awesome. And now it's out there in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's this slow build too. Like, it, you know, it's going to take time, but hopefully at some point you really have a platform here where you've built something and you have a brand that, that once you have that, you're a, a conduit of change. You can do what, whatever you have, whatever impact you want on on the people that are are interested in what you're bringing to the table. It, it's it's amazing. Um, definitely one of the benefits I think of uh, all the technology stuff. Like you can just plug in and start start chipping away at a business idea like this, where it's you know you're doing something that you love putting it out there and hopefully one day you can you can look back 10 years from now and you've got a a nice little platform where you're you know doing whatever you want to do with a million different things i mean how did you like this it's awesome dude i would do this again in a heartbeat i'll I'll be on tomorrow yeah bro. i mean we'll do one um you know you've got your your fucking triathlon coming up so yeah you know uh, well i i feel like i'll do a bunch with you because you were literally just at a cryptocurrency in miami <laughs> and have a triathlon coming up so we'll recap both of those events but we can do a jujitsu one with casey oh i meant to and i meant to ask you about jujitsu so we'll we'll just do more of them um, yeah. And I actually think that I, 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 part of me hopes that, you know, if people come on here and, and have fun. Yeah. And it's funny, like what, I mean, I'll, I've always been like, or I haven't always like, we were having a conversation the other day thinking about like, 
what are the good podcasters doing? And it's such an art. Like the getting through an introduction is like kind of uncomfortable because even if it's someone you know and talk to all the time, there's it's just like all right now the camera's on you. Like you, you were talking about how the um your your acting experience like once the camera goes on it's a different ball game. I think that's super super interesting because like most times people if you're gonna strike up a conversation you know. They're just going to speak from the heart and not really, uh, you know, give much thought behind, you know, how is this conversation going to go and all the different things. So, um, you know, it, it's cool just seeing how much of an art it actually is um, and like when when you need to kind of steer the conversation a little or take control um, and get things back on track. It, it's cool. It is. And it seemed, you know pretty effortless for you to be honest. Um, so I'm glad that, that you enjoyed it. And I hope that, you know, some people do something like this and just think like, man, that was fun. And it can help with, um, you know, something that you're trying to create that's your own, like you said, bigger picture. Yeah. And just who, who knows, who knows what people will be doing, you know, five years from now or one year from now, or, you know, two months from now, just as far as like just taking leaps. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, dude, I mean, this is the fourth one that I've done and I just look at it like anything else that you start, like keep doing it or forget about it. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it's no, no one else is, no one else is going to do it for you. Like, no, no one's going to even hear us talking about this ever. No, right? This conversation will be heard by no one. <laughs> the last, at least this part. <laughs> yeah, this part. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. it, it's really just that getting over the first step of beginning and then, you know, putting yourself out there, finding people who want to do it. And yeah. then just like everything else, like you've experienced with, you know, jujitsu or getting in shape or you know, learning boxing technique or stand-up comedy, if you try that, like, you have to get better. And the only way to do that, to get more comfortable and more confident, is to just keep doing it. And really, like, that's bottom line at the end of the day. Like, that's all that there really is, because without that, there's nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. You just got to stay in the game. And just, like, if it's something that keeps drawing you back. I think I've, I heard, I forget where I heard this. It, it's like, whenever you try something, make sure you stick around for at least three tries. Cause it's like that beginner experience thing that you talked about. It's like, you, you need to like kind of get through that a little bit to see if you like it. Like, so if you were to like go do stand up, yeah, go three times, like make yourself start to feel a little, like by the fourth time, maybe you're feeling a little more comfortable. Maybe it feels like it's, it's starting to come to click a little bit. Um, and something that you want to like, continue to do. So, um, yeah, I think that, you know, trying new things is awesome. That's something that was totally awakened, awakened in me during this like past 12 months, just trying to pick as much stuff up as possible and try it. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen you do it, uh, with jujitsu, especially, um, but Man, you know, it's, I is, there, is there a, I, sorry to cut you off. Is there a dream person to have on the podcast? Like celebrity, 
you know, random local person that you follow. Um, name isn't Ro Jogan. I would love to do a man. Dude, I would love to do a, a podcast with Aubrey Marcus one day. Damn. Impressed. Yeah. I met him in New York at the stand or the strand, whatever the fuck it's called. You know, just watched him. I've just, you know, I've been a fan of his for a long time. I think he's super unconventional and yeah. on it is dope. Um, yeah, he kind of he kind of embraces that different more than that different lifestyle more than anyone. Yeah. I mean, that whole sphere of people and their mindset and their way of life is like, it's really, you know, um, it's, I mean, look at like how we've just sort of taken to it and gravitated towards it and it's influential and it's, you know, sort of creates change and it's, I I love it, man. I love like the, um, just like the, the openness, everything from like, you know, whether it's the open relationship stuff or like the like spiritual journeys and all this, like just the kind of not giving of a fuck. And I think all that's, all that's really cool, but, um, that's, I mean, you know, reaching for the stars there, but that's the whole kind of, dude, I mean, something, I I hope one day to hear that. (laughs) I hope one day to hear that podcast, that would be sick, you know, but uh, I think that, I think there's, I think the whole point also Lex Friedman involved. (laughs) Well, he's off. What episode is he on? Because he, dude, he puts out so much content for someone who's like a, isn't he a scientist? Yeah. Like, is he just giving up on that? <laughs> this full time podcaster now? Like, dude, I actually, the he's fact incredible. That, I'm a huge fan. The fact that he goes on to Rogan, though, and like performs with his guitar and like, you know, he, he'll sing. I mean, that. I that to me was like diff, next level respect for that. That that shit was beautiful. He, he is an utter savage. Yes, he's a black belt. He train. You should. Yeah, he trains in uh, in Boston. I would not want to roll with that motherfucker. Oh no. But but just back to the whole podcast thing. Like I really do think that what is exciting for me is. Anybody who sticks with it and wants to do it enough, why can't you eventually, even now, like, dude, you are a really cool person. Like, you're not posting everything to online and you haven't built up, like, a podcast or anything. I'm just going to start a competing podcast. It's called called Untap. (laughs) Dude, I, but I just think that there are, like, whether they're, you know, like, public figures in any way or not there are just so many cool people out there in the world yeah have awesome conversations with and to record them and post them and for that to be a part of you know your work yeah and when it comes to doing something you love like even doing this with you i you know i I love it and part of what is exciting to me is the the people you know who one day maybe i could be talking to that we do know because we follow them now or that we've never heard of in our nobodies currently nobodies yeah. but who eventually if i'm doing this for you know the way i need to look at it is that 10 years like who the fuck knows man like who knows with any I mean, 10 years of anything 
yeah, when you put it in perspective like that, it's like you could get so much done in ten years and build a massive platform. Uh, it happens quick, you know, or or it, it could just be nothing. <laughs> but dude, I um, there's a lot about it that's exciting, and then there's a lot that is, you know, like the part of me that did want to do different shit and kind of got stuck in the trap of like, you know, a lot of it was just me getting back on track and you know, the whole fucking thing, oh, yeah. but you know, it's uh, not that anything too crazy happened, but you should explain yeah. that at some point. Well, I thought I would do porn for a couple of years and you know, <laughs> it didn't work out. So no, I'm kidding. But you know, it's yeah. At some point I'm sure I will, but it's just, uh, again, that whole like, um, the creative expression, man, like just yeah. ha- like tapping into the creative part of my mind that wants to be speaking my mind and just, that's it. Like the, the way that, you know, you would do that with any sort of an artistic pursuit. I feel like you can do here and I feel like you can have a lot of fun with things like these and yeah. how you sort of like hype it up and make videos and all yeah. sorts of fun stuff. Uh, just let people know what you're doing. Like, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm really thinking ahead, but, um, you know, like, um, I just think that it is sort of has been this, like this real strong desire, like a yearning for not yearning, but a yearning for, for something that is more personally, something way more creative. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, um, I mean, you're speaking, you're speaking to the voice that is the loudest for you, which I think is just this open creative person. Like that's, that's who you want to be, but you're, you know, and now, and now there's some alignment with it. You're just, you're doing what you want to do, which is, which is great. It's a long fucking, I mean, even now, like everyone just starting something myself like such a long way to go but it's a long process man like yeah and it's different for everybody and i know so many people so many people that i don't know too i'm sure just have things the way that i have and still do that you're not doing you want to be doing dude i don't i don't i'm I'm trying to figure it out i don't know if i ever will but it's so i'm so fascinated i really am like so fascinated by what it is that causes people at some point to like crack or break and just start doing something different. And a guy like Jocko Willink would just be like, the explanation doesn't matter. Like, the, like just start doing it. And I agree yeah. with that fully. I think but- that's the right advice in the moment. But like looking back and trying to find some meaning out of like why you made a choice to do something I think can be really enriching. Like you're just, it it gives you that sense of like, Oh, like you can change at a moment's notice and, and, or, or, you know, you can pick up 20 years from now, you could just pick something up and do it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of it is like just thoughts that like continue to just come to you that you like acknowledge, but don't, you don't give a lot of weight to them until it's like you've heard it like 10 times and you're like, Oh man, maybe I should like 
maybe I should try this new this new hobby or something. Yeah, it it's crazy how it works, man. And and obviously for all of the people out there, it for whatever reason and it's what fascinates me, it's not as easy as just doing it. Like otherwise yeah. everyone would be. Like what is it? that you as an individual, that the people around you need to get over to just say like, to just say, fuck it. Yeah. I think a lot of that is like, you know, we, and by the way, now you are the longest podcast. You've done an hour and 20 minutes. Officially? Yeah. It probably will be the longest too. So that'll be tough to beat. Well, but once, once my record gets broken, bring me back on. So I can talk again. <laughs> but just, I think a lot of it is, I just think there's like infinite, an, an infinite number of factors as to what would be creating resistance in your mind or holding something back. And it's probably just like a part of the human brain and mind is like, there's something in you that is making you afraid or, or reluctant or, or hesitant to do something. There's probably a lot to unpack there, but, um, we'll get Huberman on. <laughs> that'd be dope too. Uh, that'd be awesome. Holy shit. Um, but, you know, whatever it is where finally somebody starts just doing something different, I think is just a really cool sort of idea. And obviously, for whatever reason, for so many people, it's just really hard. And maybe it's fear or something more, something greater. But um, I just, you know, I, I would love to seek to understand as much as I could about that. Yeah. Um, just... Well out of curiosity some of it is like you just get introduced to the idea of like the status quo and like how early that that like i just i remember a while back thinking like man status the status quo is just like that's where like that's just like people on the people on the fringe are the ones that are excited is basically what I'm trying to say, you know, like they're doing something that's courageous and worthwhile. And, um, you can just see their effort because they're doing something on the fringe and it's something that is passion driven. I think, I mean, when I, when I look at people doing cool stuff, it's always people like, I remember the, um, the, documentary the mcconkie documentary yes you watched that like that guy was fully insane fully insane but yep. he was so in love with what he was doing and having so much fun like i'm so much more drawn to that guy than you know yeah that's a that's a ridiculous example because that guy's a complete beast but yeah no um, i know exactly you know what i'm saying like it's just these guys who are on the front, just built differently. Yeah, and, and it's not that they're built differently; it's that they've acknowledged that they're they want to be doing yeah. something exciting. And some people can be built different in that, however, they grew up, just they turned into like like could be. Yeah, you know, when you talk about built different, like some people are, but again, those are sort of extremes as a, opposed to just you know people who have along the way created really awesome things at some random point when their life was prior to that, not something they were happy with. And I think that 
Bro, it's like a, it's a race to the fringes right now. I think that's what it is. Get to the fringe. Get to the fringe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the fringe eventually becomes the, center. the next middle, right? Yeah. It's always moving. That's deep. It's always moving, man. Well, hey, on that note, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a second. I'll, talk, I'll see you in <laughs> two seconds. My man, thank you. Thanks for I'll having me on, it. dude. Let's, uh, we should do it again soon. We should do one with uh, all the boys. That would be hilarious. I've thought about that, and we will. Also, chaos. <laughs> it could be chaos. Just us shitting on Pat. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, though. Thank you again for doing this. I, this was awesome. Loved it. Loved it. All right, you can do it again. See you in two seconds. Peace. What's up, people? This is Bennett Didi with the Tapped Podcast. And today I bring to you a very exciting first episode with a good friend, Harry Gray. Harry is a fitness enthusiast. He's an all-around animal when it comes to mindset, training, gaining momentum. And currently he is training for a triathlon. So we discussed that how training has been, what his mindset is in that training. And as with all conversations, there are twists and turns. So we talk about things like addiction to our phones and technology, what we get too much of in this life and what we don't get enough of, among other things, as I'm sure you'll see for yourself. So thank you for checking in and enjoy the show.